Praise the Lord. Uh, the, the title of my message tonight is short and sweet. But, but yeah, no, that's not it. But somebody had that before you. I live with her. She's in the nursery. She said, don't go all night. I said, all right, I won't. Well, praise the Lord. I said, I can't guarantee anything, but I do live with you, so I'm not going to. Now, I'm, you know, getting back, I want to talk to you tonight about living a faith-filled and spirit-filled life and uh, how to walk and in, 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 empower your faith. How many of you know it's in, we can empower our faith? Faith, you can grow your faith or you can let it slide away and I have, have no faith because Jesus said those that had little faith, right? Well, great faith was, he also told a man he had great faith. No greater faith he'd ever seen in, in all of Israel was the centurion, right? And I was thinking about that with the, the Hagen meetings and I thought, you know, they rekindled some things. That's always good to have people come in and talk. You know, I've heard uh, Keith Moore and I've heard some others talk about those that started out when the word of faith, many of them aren't preaching that anymore. They're looking for something different all the time. And I'm thinking, look, if <laughs> used to be said, you know, getting a grip on the basics. We used to teach that here and you've still got books out there. I'm thinking, dear God, if I could just get a hold of the basics, we could, you could turn things upside down in your life. You could have victory. You can lead others to Christ. You don't have to go looking for something deep. You know, you can get in so deep you can't get yourself out. You need a spiritual tow truck to pull you out. Amen. And I'm thinking, you know, uh, they talked about faith a lot. Uh, turn that down just a little bit more, will you? Do you need it? You okay? Because I'm getting a, uh, the reverb. Okay. Okay, thanks. Anyway, I'll just take it off and we'll go without it. <laughs> um, um, but I was thinking about why is it that it seems like our faith isn't working sometimes, you know? And there's a lot to that. Uh, just just believing and saying isn't all there is to it, because there's other things that can can hinder your faith. You understand that? And in order to work in a a, a spirit filled, faith filled uh, life, you got to do certain things. Boy, a lot of people don't want to hear that today. They just want to come hear a message, sit down and go hear a message. I think about people that that just attend once in a while or don't attend at all or don't listen to messages, any kind of teaching outside of here, or they don't read their Bible or they don't pray, and they wonder why things don't work. But you know that what things can happen that way in, 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 in a, a spirit-filled church, if you're not careful, you can get settled and you can get comfortable and it won't work like you think it should. Amen? And they talked about... They talked about rekindling your faith. They talked about, I was so impressed with uh, Lynette's teaching on prayer in the mornings. And uh, we might do a little bit of that for if we have time tonight. But I'll tell you what, praying in the Holy Spirit and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us in what to pray about is really a big thing. Do you know that? Because you can have your little list, but that might not be the whole, what the Holy Spirit is directing you to pray about. And, and I love the way she just... In the morning, she's taught for a while, and then she says, we're going to pray. And she reminded me a lot of Brother Hagin, the way she knelt down there and just started praying and praying. And all of a sudden, she just began to pray out things that, yeah, 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 I, I just pray that right now. I agree with that right now. And she was had something in her heart that she was, you know, praying about. And then she'd go on and pray in tongues again and, and, and then be able to communicate that again. Something new would come into her mind. How many of you know that's a good thing? Amen. 
because you're getting in line with what the Holy Spirit wants. And he, how many of you know he knows more than us? He knows all things, right? So anyway, I was thinking about, uh, you know, pract- uh, practical uh, Christianity. How do we participate in that? You know, it's one thing to, to say, I believe, and it's another, even another thing to say, I, I speak. But how do we live our life? Do we live with uh, uh, the Christian uh, attitudes and, and realities of life? Do we, do we love people? Do we forgive people? Do we do all the things that we need to do to have our faith to work? Brother Hagin wrote a book. I didn't read this one to, to get this, but over in Galatians, turn to Galatians 5, if you have your Bible, and, and verse 1, and I'll probably just read most of this off the screen. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not entangle again with a yoke of bondage. That's verse 1. Now, so in verse 1, he says, Paul says, don't get hooked up with your old life again. Amen. If you've been set free, don't go back to it again. How many of you know you, you can get born again and, and even say your spirit filled at a time. In other words, you got filled at the one time with the spirit and yet live a carnal old Christian life. Old way. I shouldn't say old Christian life, an old way of life. Isn't that true? With your old attitudes and your old thought like, uh, things. And he says, don't go back to where you've been. Go forward. How many of you know Paul said, forgetting those things that lie behind, he what? He pressed forward. That was after he had done so much in the kingdom already. He said, I got to keep going forward. Listen, <laughs> what's the old saying is, I don't want to look back too quick or too much because something might be gaining on me. I want to keep going. And, and how easy it is to settle. I said, how easy it is to settle for less than what God has for us. Isn't that true? Because he has so much more for us than we uh, many times that we get. We don't want to settle in our place in life. It's so easy in the culture we live in today where many in the culture today, we're entitled and we want somebody to give us something. Then we want to get to a point uh, uh, in years where we say, okay, it's time to retire. It, you can quit a job. You can draw retirement from a job you worked for 30 years. So be it. But you don't retire from life. <laughs> Amen. You entered into the kingdom of God and there's nothing in the Bible that says, hey, you're to retire and quit and sit down and do nothing. In fact, that should give you more freedom to do what God's called you to do after you do retire from that job. Amen. Amen. And we should, as we get older, you know, I, I'm along with uh, Lynette. I took 50 back last week. <laughs> How many of you want to take 50 back? I may not always feel 50, but I'm think, I want to thank 50 because I got more time to look forward. Amen. Amen. So what you, how many of you know we're just supposed to be uh, uh, wiser? We're supposed to be uh, more filled with the presence of God? Amen? Than when we first began. Amen? We should be. And we should be more excited. We should be hungry for the things of God. Not just say, well, I, I've done that. I've experienced that. That's, that must be all there is. How many of you know we're going to be in heaven someday? And we're going to... Pastor Larry always did this. I could have had this. I could have done this. I could have had a V8. Right? Isn't that right? Because something that God would, had showed you that you could have had right here on earth. When we settle for less than what God has for us, that's what we'll be. We'll be 
Now, I don't propose that we're going to live in regret when we get to heaven. I'm going to be so glad and everybody's going to be, but you're going to realize some things. Hey, I could have had some, some of that right here on earth because the word of God already told me that. Amen. Amen. So he says, don't be, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty. Don't get caught up in the old bondages you've had before. Don't go back to your old way of living. How many of you know we can have bad attitudes and still be a Christian? But you know what? It will hinder your what? Your faith. Is that not right? Because in verse 6, go down to verse 6. In verse 6, it says this, For in Christ, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything, but faith working through love. Amen? He's he's saying, it it doesn't matter, circumcised, uncircumcised. Your faith is going to work through love. Well, I thought all I had to do was believe it and say it. No, you got to walk in love. One of the keys to walking and being a spiritual person and having your faith energized is to walk in love. Isn't that true? Because God first loved us, so loved us, he gave himself for us, right? So we're to love one another. How many of you know that we're to love one another? Walking in love. Created not only to be loved by God and love him, but to love others as he's loved us. How easy it is to fall prey to the world where we have to think we have to love somebody because they first loved us rather than love those persons that don't love us at all. Isn't that true? And we're one of, well, I'm standing on my faith for healing or deliverance or something, and, I, and you have ought against somebody else. Well, can't do it. Can't do it. You got to love one another as Christ has loved us. Over in in First uh, John four seven, I'll t- turn to that if you would. He's going to have it on the screen, but I want to read it out of here. In First John four seven, walking in love is a is a, a precursor to have your faith operate in your faith. First John four seven. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and who knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Goes on to say, in, uh, down in verse 11, Beloved, if God so loved us, we, ought, we also ought to love one another. How many times have you been around somebody who can't stand somebody else in the body of Christ? I'm guilty. Now, I didn't say you had to move in with them, but you ought to have love for them. Amen? Amen. And it goes on to say in, in this text here, in, in the uh, word wealth back here, it says, it says, let me find it real quick. What did I say it was? Four. That wasn't the one I wanted. Anyway, let's go on. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides what? Where does he abide? When we love one another. In us, right? And his love has been perfected in us. By this we know we are abide in him and he is in us because he has given us his spirit. And he, we have seen and, and as we have seen and testified that the father has sent the son as savior to the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the son of God, God abides in him and he in God. And we've known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love and he who abides in love abides in God and, 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 in, and God in him. 
Love has been perfected amongst us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so we are in the world. Now, there is no fear in love. Amen? But perfect love casts out fear because of fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. And if he first loved us and we love him, we cannot say we love him and not love one another. Faith works by love. In other words, he said, Jesus said this, well, I find faith when I return to the earth. Will you find those that love one another? Will you find the body of Christ that loves one another? We want to see the power of God working in, in our, this believer's body right here, but we also want to see it worldwide. Well, well, if we really want to see the power of God working, we need to be walking in the love of God. Amen? Come on, you can say amen. I know sometimes we hear things that he tells us things that we don't want to hear, but we have to go along with it anyway, right? If we want to be blessed. So we need to love one another. Say, I need to love my brother and my sister. I used to, when I was go over to the safe house of Marshall, I, some of you guys heard this before, but at the end of the service, these brothers would get up and we'd all put our arms on each other's shoulders and said, brothers ain't brothers until brothers love brothers. I love my brothers. Amen. Think about it. Brothers ain't brothers until brothers love brothers. I love my brothers. Now, did they all get along? Probably not. <laughs> they lived in the house together. They probably didn't, you know, probably got upset with each other at times. But the reality of it, if we want to go forward with God, have the blessings of God, see faith, our faith work, we need to love one another. Amen? Amen. Uh, John thirteen thirty four and 35. I'll just read it off there. A new commandment I give you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. In Matthew 5, 44, it says this, But I say to you, love your enemies. Whew. Now that's a biggie. If we can't love one another, how are we going to love our enemies? Isn't that right? Bless those that curse you and do good to those that hate you. Oh, my God. You're asking us to do that, Jesus? That's a toughie. Amen? And pray for those that spitefully use you and persecute you. But you can because he gives us grace. Amen? He gives us his grace, his ability to do what he did when he hung on the cross and said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Isn't that right? Do you know people can irritate you and get on your nerves, and, and they may not even realize they're doing it? But you think, it, oh, my gosh, what do I have to be around them for? But you can love them. Now, you don't have to bring them home with you every night, unless you're married to them, but... <laughs> that ain't going to work. But, but the truth of it is, we need to learn to love one another so our what? Our faith will work. Amen? Amen. And, and I was thinking about that back when, the, when the Pastor Hagen and Miss Lynette were here, and I thought, you know, we, we have these services, and we see people come forward, and that's all well and good. And we, we need, I love it, man. I love it when you, you have the Spirit of God moving and have people pray for you and different things. But you know what? We got things. We have guidelines we need to follow day by day. Amen? So the, the reality of this is you check up on yourself. You ever have a heart check? <laughs> Physically, I've had heart checks. 
Haven't you? Some of you have. Amen. You've never. Yeah, he's had one. You know, you have a heart check, but a spiritual heart check. Am I walking in love? Well, who am I supposed to walk in love to? I'm supposed to love my enemies. Oh, dear God, do I have to do that? Well, if I want my faith to work, I will. Because we're told to. Do you realize that what he says in there in, in, in uh, Matthew 5.44 is a command? And what do we do with the command? Well, if you've ever been in military service, you go, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You might be thinking, I don't want to do this, but yes, sir. And how many of you know when you take medicine, if you have a heart condition, you take medicine. Why do you take medicine? Because it's good for you. When you take the medicine that Jesus gives us, when we love our enemies and bless those that curse you and do good to those that hate you and pray for those that spitefully use you and persecute you, you're taking a heart medicine, a spiritual heart medicine where you can walk in faith and you can walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? So you check yourself. If I got ought against any, Lord, forgive me and help me to forgive them and help me to walk in that place where I can bless them. Bless those that curse you. For by grace you have been saved through faith. Leave it up there. And not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Amen. Amen. You want your faith to work. You want your faith to work when you're believing God for your relationships, your healing, your deliverance, uh, your finances. Make sure you're not holding something against somebody. Amen. Amen. All good. Say good, Mike. <laughs> Secondly, Pay attention to God's voice. I mean, even though it's important to hear what God is saying, amen, at all times. If we don't hear his voice, how can we be led by his spirit? Isn't that true? So we want to hear his voice. We want to know what he's saying to us. He's always speaking to us. How many of you know God is always speaking to us? Amen. Can you tune him out? I sure don't ask Sandy, but she, I... You know, I don't tune her out on purpose, but there are times, what'd you say? Are you talking to me? Because I got other things on my mind. You know what I mean? It may be a ball game. It may be the newspaper. It may be something. Don't say anything to her. <laughs> but she, she would say it up front. But you know what? She's done the same thing to me. You know, we can tune God out. We can tune him out till we're not hearing his voice clearly. And if we want to know how to have faith and how to walk in a spiritual state, we got to hear what he says. Amen? How am I time doing? I'm doing all right. How am I doing, Brian? <laughs> you haven't got a watch on. Uh, it's 742 if you want to know. But God's always talking to us, and he wants us to what? Hear and obey. See, those are all conditions, right? Well, I heard that. But are you obeying that, right? Because it's important to obey. And it's, although he, I wrote this, although not everything he says is something we want to hear, yet everything he, he says we should be doing if we love him. Isn't that right? You say you love God and then don't do what he asks you to do, right? It's like your children, you know, when you tell them, you, you, if you, I don't know about you, but I've had some that you have to hold their head to look and make them look at you because you're telling them what to do. And a lot of times they'll go off and do what they want to do rather than what you want them to do, right? 
Well, we do the same thing to God sometimes. And then wonder, where, where's God in all this? Why isn't this working? Why aren't I getting what I've put in for, right? Well, we need to listen to him. There may be something we need to do. There may be something we need to make restitution for or, or somebody we need to go visit or, 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 or what he's trying to tell us to do at that particular time. We need to be hearing that voice so we can do it and be obedient because obedience is better than sacrifice. What sacrifice? Well, I go to church. That should be my sacrifice. You see what I'm saying? We What? Faith worketh by what? Love. And there are steps to walk in the love of God and be spiritually minded and be faithful mind, faith-minded. Amen? To get it done. We should, we should well, I, I'll put it on me. I should be asking God for more. I love Monday, Monday when she prayed in the Holy Spirit and then she talked about stirring it up for more. And she gave that... Uh, that little example about she doesn't like to make chocolate pies, but everybody likes her chocolate pies. But you got to sit and ch- stir that chocolate for about an hour to get it the thickness it's supposed to be. And she said, I don't like to do that. Because if you don't stir it, it'll stick to the bottom, right? To the pan. But she says, oh, when my grandkids say, Grandma, that's so good. I just love that pie. And other people say, that's so good. I just love that pie. You know, that stern wasn't so hard after all. And she said, that's the way I ought to be about the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, is we ought to stir it and say more. Come on, I want some more. Well, I've done that. I've been there. I go to church. He says, there's so much more. Just stir it a little bit. Amen. Isn't that good? I mean, it is really good. That's good stuff. Because we ought to never be satisfied for where we're at. That's why Paul said, I forget that stuff. That all that big stuff where I started churches and I did this and I was in the Sanhedrin and I was a Hebrew of Hebrews and I was all this stuff. And he said, that was all this stuff. I left it all behind. And I forget all my past and I forget all the stuff that held me back and all that stuff. And I press on. Amen. He said, I'm stirring myself because I want more. I want to know him and the power. So if he said, Paul said that after writing so much of this New Testament, and he says, I want to know him and the power of his resurrection, there must be so much more that he wants to show us and give us. And listen, when you got something from him, guess what? You can give it away. If you don't have something, you can't give away what you don't have. And he's expecting us in this day and this hour. We're being called for what? At such a time as this. We don't know how long our time is. We may live 50, 60, 70, 80 years. We may not. But while we're here, we got something he wants us to do to bring influence and blessing to somebody else. And you say, well, I don't have time for that. I'm just, that's the culture we live in. It's called, uh, get my selfie up here. I told somebody, I don't take many selfies anymore. When I see them, I don't like what I see as much. If you understand, used to be, okay, move the mirrors. I can comb my hair without it. <laughs> Isn't it funny? You, <laughs> I can look in the mirror and, and, and not think all that old, and I look at a picture and say, who is that? Pictures just do, so I don't have many of myself around. 
vanity. It's all vanity. But, but you understand, we have something greater than the world can offer. And we have to be ready. We have to be stirred. We have to be on point. And we want our faith to work. When we talk to somebody else, don't we want our faith to work? Or are we just saying it because it's required of us to witness? Or do we love, the, we love God so much we want to love that person just like God loves him or her? Amen? And so now we got something. Um, praise and worship team, come on up because I am not going past 8 o'clock. <laughs> Short and sweet. I had more. I'm going to give you a couple more things and then we're going to praise the Lord just for a moment and go home. But we're saved by faith. And where does faith come from? It comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. So what do we do? We dedicate ourselves. We go, uh, uh, we dedicate ourselves to the word and hearing the word. Amen. Amen. So we continue to do that. We incline uh, over in uh, Isaiah uh, 55, 3. We're to incline our ears to his sayings. Incline your ear and come to me here and your soul shall live. Amen. John says, how what he said, beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. Isaiah says in his word of the Lord, incline your ear and come to me here and your soul shall live and I will make an everlasting covenant with you. The sure mercies of David. Amen. Amen. So what do we want to do? We want to hear the word and we want to do the word. As James said, don't be hearers only and fooling your own selves. But all of this has to do with your faith working. Amen? So we do that. And then over in 1 Samuel 55 or 15, <laughs> I had 55, didn't I? Samuel says, has the Lord such great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed uh, than the fat of rams. In other words, he's telling us, Get to hearing what I have to say. Incline your ear to what I say and then begin to do it. Amen? Obey what I tell you to do. Well, if I, you never hear it, listen, I'm sorry, but you cannot get enough of what God has for you by going to church maybe, maybe one day a week. Now, I'm not saying church is the end all, but if that's all you're getting, amen? We eat more than that. We eat three times a day. Some eat two, some eat one. But we do something about every day. And we, we grow in that, and we get stronger in that, and our faith will grow. Amen? So what do we do? We have a spiritual checkup. Then what do we do? We constantly seek the Lord. What does it say in Hebrews 6? The hall of faith, Right? The hall of faith, but he stops right in the middle of it in verse 6. And what does he say? You got Hebrews 11, 6. I'm sorry, I should have said 11, 6. But without faith, it's what? Well, you might not be able to please God. No, it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that seek him sometimes once in a while when I feel like it. Or something better isn't on TV that I need to spend a little time with God because He's calling my, I'm, you know, calling me to spend a little time with Him. No, those that diligently seek Him, Amen, Amen. I'm just giving you some ideas. There's more to this. You could expound on any one of these for a long time. 
But if we want to have our prayers answered, if we want to walk in faith, if we want to be spiritually minded, if we want to be a, a, a spiritual giant, how many of you know these these movies they make of all these uh, what they call the Avengers or the movies with all these you know all these powerful people? Do you know you have the greatest power in the universe living on the inside of you and me, called the Holy Ghost? How many of you know that I heard Robert Morris say this? It just made so much sense. God the Father wills something. The, the Jesus spoke the word and, and was the word and spoke the word. And the Holy Spirit brought it, did the work, brought it to pass. And we have that same spirit living in us. Amen. So that means we could walk in faith. Talk in faith, be a powerful uh, force for the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen. So the best ways to seek him, prayer, praying in the Holy Spirit like she did, meditate on his word and worship. How many of you know it's important to worship him? Well, that's not my my cup of tea. That's not my background. He didn't say that. (laughs) He says, you'll know me if you worship me in what? Spirit and in truth. Amen. So stand up with me. Praise the Lord. See, I'm going to grow in my faith. I'm going to exercise my faith. I'm going to adhere to the conditions that God says in his word. Amen. Amen. So I can do all he said I could do and be all he said I could be and have all he said I could have. Amen. I hope it stirs you. I hope, I hope things stir you up to where you get hungry, hungry, hungry. Hungry, hungry, hungry. Not for a Big Mac. I'm talking about something that's better than a Big Mac. Amen? Amen. The presence of God. It's in His presence. There's what? Fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore. That's where He wants us to live. But we got to correct ourselves and check ourselves every now and then and listen to what he says so we might have some things to do to, so we can stay in his presence. Amen? So praise the Lord. Father, we thank you for tonight. I just thank you for the word of God. Thank you that you're always helping us, working in us. Dynamic working. That's what you want to work through us. <laughs> Giving us joy unspeakable full of glory presence of God hallelujah we bless you tonight I pray tonight that everyone in the sound of my voice including myself will get so hungry for the things of God and we can't stand it taste and see oh that the Lord is good may we do that may we sense that in your presence like never before may the living word family church be a dynamic place of the kingdom of God and the place where the spirit of God moves freely and openly. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now let's just spend a moment and pray in the Holy Ghost and thank him for his goodness. Come on, you speak it out tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Yes, yes, yes. Vision for the future. Vision for the future. Fulfilling the plan and purpose that you have. 
left behind in no good thing. We bless you, we praise you, and magnify you tonight. What a mighty God. Thank you for the gifts of the Spirit, the power of the Holy Ghost, and a word of faith. Hallelujah. Bless you. Bless you, bless you, bless you. Koba, Saba, Saba, Thank you, Lord. May we walk in the fullness of the Spirit and in faith. <laughs> May we be a great influence in the kingdom of God. For your glory, your glory, Lord. I pray tonight if you don't, you're not walking close to the Lord, that you'd make that decision to do that tonight. Walk out of here and say, I'm, I'm getting back. I'm back moving over next to him again. Hallelujah. And ask him to fill you to fresh and a full with the power of the Holy Ghost. We bless you tonight, Lord. Amen. Amen. Go ahead and pray. Thanks for listening. We hope that this message encouraged and equipped you in your walk with Christ. We'd like to invite you to check out Living Word Family Church if you don't already have a church home. For more information, you can check out our website at livingwordfamily.org.